Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. This is big. GhanaTalksRadio.com. Listen live. Listen live. Listen here, listen here. Ghana Talks Radio, Ghana Talks Radio, Ghana Talks Radio. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Good morning and welcome to the Daybreak News. Coming up, PURC justifies 18.36% increase in electricity tariffs. Nagrat skeptical about government's promise to replace textbooks with laptops in senior high schools. Yana condemns lynching of two persons over witchcraft accusations. And in other stories, Peter Namfuri's name will be written in gold in Ghana's history. A Kufuado eulogizes former IGP. This business, pots and showbiz, is coming in this morning's bulletin. The news will be read by Awintemi Akansukum. Now, the details. The Public Utility Regulatory Commission, PURC, has given insights into facts that it considered in the approval of the recent 18.3% electricity tariff increase. According to the Commission, the tariff was supposed to be increased by 27.5% to cover some 1.3 billion Ghana cities that the electricity company of Ghana ECG ought to have recovered. The decision to increase it by 18.36%, according to the commission, means the raise an outstanding 427 million cities, which Ghanaians will be made to pay in the next tariff adjustment. The utility regulator also disclosed that an increase in the next adjustment window would be required taking factors such as exchange rates and the availability of natural gas into consideration. In an interview with the media on the sidelines of a training workshop on the activities of the commission, the executive secretary of the commission, Dr. Ishmael Aka, assured Kenyans that the adjustments are only to ensure the viability of utility providers. Now, the president of the National Association of Graduate Teachers, NAGRAD, Angel Kabonu, has welcomed news by the government to phase out textbooks with laptops in senior high schools across the country, albeit with some skepticism. Speaking at an event in the Volta region over the weekend, Vice President Dr. Mahmoudou Baumia indicated that textbooks and other teaching and learning materials will be installed on the laptops to be used during lessons. Dr. Baumia also disclosed that the initiative will be implemented before the end of 2023. Reacting to the news, Angel Kabonu said ICT is the only way forward for the country but stressed the challenges the government would encounter in its attempt to fulfill the promise. Looking at recent happenings, I foresee some challenges in the government being able to supply laptops to every student. However, we still have to keep hope alive. We don't have a choice he noted now in other stories yana abukari the second overlord of dagbong has condemned the recent lynching of two persons over accusations of witchcraft at zakpalasi in the myung district of the northern region 
Yamna Abukari II said lynching people over witchcraft accusations was not right and had no justification in the Dagbong traditional area. He said no one has the right to take the life of another man, adding that all the factions involved in the lynching incident as a policy are my children. If they had informed me earlier, we could have addressed these issues amicably without anyone losing his or her life, Yana Abukari II said when a delegation from the Ministry of Gender, Children and Social Protection led by the Sector Minister Hajia Larubazuera Abudu paid a courtesy call on him at the Gbewa Palace at Yendi to seek his support to stop lynching of people accused of witchcraft in the northern region. Yana Abukari II commended the Ministry of Gender, Children and Social Protection for the visit and pledged to institute measures to intensify sensitization and advocacy to help safeguard the lives of persons accused of witchcraft in the traditional area. Hajia Abudu said the visit formed part of a two-day working tour of the northern and northeast regions to solicit the support of the traditional authorities on the need to institute measures to help address issues of witchcraft accusations and the lynching of victims. She said the recent lynching of two persons at Zak Palace was worrying, especially considering the numerous efforts put in place by the government and other stakeholders to. section of our population is continually subjected to abuse and discrimination. The perpetrators will be made to face the laws of our country. Now, President Nana Edidankwe Kufuado has eulogized former Inspector General of Police, IGP Peter Namfuri, for his immense contribution to securing and sustaining peace in the country. The former security personnel was once the director of the National Investigation Bureau and the Inspector General of the Ghana Police Service. It is for this reason the president believes that Ghana is heavily indebted to him for his hard work and major involvement in the peace reigning in Ghana as of today. In a speech read on his behalf by the Interior Minister Ambrose Derry during his burial, President Akufuado said the nation would recognize him by writing his name in gold. Jirapa paused to say goodbye to its illustrious son and Inspector General of the Ghana Police Service from a more courteous time in a rare moment of national unity. Police Anagat escorted the former Inspector General of the Ghana Police Service, Sir Peter Namfuri, as he departed for the final time. The Nayelpur Park, where he was enskinned as the Paramount Chief of Jirapa 16 years ago, with his casket draped in Ghana Police Service colors. The body of the fourth chief of Jirapa for three days had laid in repose at the park with locals passing by to pay their last respect. It was a sequel to the burial mass held at the forecourt of the state house in Accra. The choreographed spectacle of a state funeral felt apt for a rich life encompassing the highest level of Ghana's public service, a life that ended only three months 
months ago arguably they have never been such an event of such importance in the region where invitations have been accepted with such alacrity since the funeral of cardinal richard Bawar at the start of the year and Ma sarah mother of the supreme court judge justice emmanuel yoni kolendi in 2020 the cop augustine janine retard worked as aide the camp and executive secretary to him when he was at the bni and igp respectively close family members especially his children wept uncontrollably and unknowingly even formed a blockade to prevent the casket from being closed many testified of the dignified and respectful way in which the late former igp carried out his role as a public servant and the chief for the many who had trunked the event they are grateful to god for bringing him into their life they will surely miss him sir peter namfuri is survived by a wife 15 children and 17 grandchildren now in business banking and finance consultant dr richard etiahene has urged the bank of ghana and the government to strengthen the ghana financial stability fund to ensure the survival of struggling indigenous banks during an appearance on the big issue dr etiahene emphasized that in the wake of the domestic debt exchange program poorly establishing the ghana financial stability fund will provide significant relief for struggling banks dr etiahene also cautioned against the government's excessive borrowing emphasizing that it could become costly for the country if the borrowed funds are not utilized productively the Ghana Financial Stability Fund was established with a target size of 15 billion Ghana cities to be provided by the government of Ghana and its development partners. The fund is aimed at providing liquidity to financial institutions that participated fully in the domestic debt exchange. All financial institutions, including banks, SDIs, pension schemes, collective investment schemes, fund managers, brokers or dealers, insurance firms that fully participated in the debt exchange could access the GFSF for augmented liquidity support with effect from the date of completion of the debt exchange. The fund is managed by the Bank of Ghana under unique operational guidelines being developed by the Financial Stability Council. In sport, the Black Princesses of Ghana booked their place in the semi-finals of the Waffle Zombie Women's Under-20 Cup of Nations following another emphatic win in Group A over the weekend. Two goals from Mafia Nyame and another from Stella Nyamecha ensured Yusuf by Sigi's side secured all three points against Ivory Coast to top the group. Just like in their opening game against Benin, Ghana should have scored more than three goals at the Babaya Rasport Stadium, but their sloppiness and poor decision making in the final third let them down. Nyame opened the scoring in the 14th minute of the game, connecting well with a cross from Wasima Mohammed to put the Black Princesses in the lead. The Faith Ladies forward then set up Stella Nyamecha for the game second and doubled the lead of Ghana seven minutes 
minutes later several attempts to add a third before the break were far from being fruitful with the ivorians being brilliant at the back the ivorians got a, a goal back eight minutes after the recess with uh, debut scoring from a re rebound to give the home team on a day a lifeline however mafia nyame turned up to towards any attempt of a comeback from ivory coast as she scored her second and ghana's third to make it 3-1 and ensure victory for the black princesses the win over the weekend means ghana advance to the last four of the competition and will come up against the second place team from group b hazaka's ladies success amea was named the player of the match at the end of the game in showbiz renowned Ghanaian high life singer kobna kobna says marine in his 20s stole precious years of his life speaking in an interview with the media the assault hit maker said he should have concentrated on his young and blossoming career at the time other than settling down the irony of the whole thing is i played a role in stealing my whole life away from me at a point the reason why i'm saying this is as at 26 27 around that time i felt that what i should have done was to focus on my career and not allow any external force to derail my train he said that's why what he believes was missing opportunities to enjoy his life at the time kobna kobna said he is happy to reclaim such lost moments kobna kobna pointed out that he is now older and wiser to understand the importance of seizing opportunities and not taking anything for granted i feel i was a young guy around that time but by god's grace god has given me the chance again to have a second shot of my life that's the reason why i'm not taking things for granted because around that time there were other people who have become casualties or were involved so i don't want to make it look as if i was a great person and somebody was bad while others may wallow in misery the famesa singer prefers to capitalize on difficult circumstances of being heartbroken to write his best love songs in an interview um, kobna kobna says he channels his energy into writing beautiful song when he is heartbroken the best time for me to write great songs is when i am heartbroken so i love it i love those moments he revealed and that's how we draw curtains for the daybreak news on ghana talks radio log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us ghana talks radio on all social media platforms you can as well download the gtr app from your app store or google play to listen the news was read by awin temi akan and i say thanks so much for making time have a good morning ghana talks radio ghana talks radio this is Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. This is big.